as the referee, Ted Humphrey, going out for the toss to the coin between Oakland and Michigan. A lot of pregame ceremonies here because of the fact it is their initial home game. And entertainer Tanya Tucker was ferried in an open car in order to sing the national anthem. John Ralston has been around for years and years. He was the first man hired by Dave Dixon, who thought up this USFL long before he became head coach and general manager of Oakland. But I think you know about Ralston. All those years at Utah State, four of them. Nine years at Stanford, five years with Denver. On the other side of the field, Jim Stanley played under Bear Bryant at Texas A&M. Then an offensive uh, or defensive coach, I should say, with Navy and with the Falcons and a head coach at Oklahoma State. The captain's meeting at the center of the field. You can see Cobb there, along with Pennywell, and also along with number 31, and that's David Greenwood, their fine, fine defensive back out of Wisconsin. And here's the toss of the coin, and Ted Humphrey will tell us who won. And obviously, the Panthers have won the toss of the coin, looking for offense, especially with this opening night crowd here. And it is going to be Michigan receiving and Oakland to kick off. And in Oakland, Don Heinrich, they have a story as this man is going to come out to kick off. And the story is Kevin Shea, who in the field goal department is one for six, had a chance to win the game last week against Birmingham, but went 0 for four. None of those field goals from outside 40 yards. Well, the last one was a 27-yarder, Jim, at the close of the football game. He could have won it. People have said back there that... Uh, after he missed four and the game was over, he uh, jumped in his car, drove to the Golden Gate Bridge, and <laughs> jumped from there and missed the water. So and we'll the, see tonight. And the point is, John Ralston did bring in some other kickers. And when I asked, well, and he said, I'm going to go with Kevin Shea one more week. So Kevin Shea is here, and we'll do the kicking off. And there he is, 6'2", 198 out of St. Mary's. And he has had trials with the 49ers, with the Rams, and with the Raiders. And he has made it with the Invaders of Oakland. Now the fans will get a little excited because going back deep is number 86, Ron Ingram. And Ingram is a giant of a man, as you well know. He is 5'9", if he's that, and is listed at 180, and he can fly. When we had him a couple of weeks ago in the opener down against Birmingham, he actually ran under the arms of some of the would-be tacklers. Ralston is on the field with his team. There he is, Ingram, talking to them before the kickoff. Now, that's something I've never seen. A head coach out on the field as they're about to line up for the kickoff, talking to his players, and now trots off the field. Well, John Ralston has always been a very enthusiastic type of a person. He doesn't get after the players like uh, some other coaches do around the league and in really at every level. So he sort of gives it the personal touch, but you still got to play the game. And all of these folks turning out to watch Michigan want to see them score. One touchdown in their first two games. Kevin Shea to kick off. Another, it'll be picked up by Ingram at the 7. 15, 20, breaks outside, gets across the 30-yard line, and they will have outstanding field position. First and 10 from there as Marcus Quinn, the nickelback, made the tackle. Now remember Bear. Ellis and Lacey will be in your backfield. Carter and McLean, the wide receivers, and Cobb, your tight end, the number one draft choice of Cincinnati about six years ago. First down and spot the ball at the 33-yard line. A 27-yard kick return by Ron Ingram. Both Carter and Derek Holloway are wide to the right. Holloway and there's a wide receiver. Bear is going to throw on first down. That's a change. 
goes and has Carter and overthrows him out of bounds. Also had his back, Ken, uh, Tony Ellis, free at about the 40-yard line and did not see him. Second down, 10. Well, they didn't waste any time. They said that they would like to attack Ken Daniel on that left corner. They came right out with a little play action off the right side and then went deep to Carter, but Bear was high and wide. Bear has been hitting on nearly 55% of his passes. That one touchdown only, but also one interception. And the high and wide throw might have had something to do that he thought that Carter didn't have his man beat. Now Carter's to the right and Holloway is to the left. Little jump, but no flag. Bear back, throwing. And throws out of here and overthrows Mike Cobb, the tight end. Nowhere near the throw at all. And Cobb comes back. And hello, Bobby Bear, out of Northeast Louisiana State. You're in your first game at home. You've thrown two balls, and you are being booed by the home crowd. Well, he threw the ball awfully bad both times. That time, he again wanted to go to Carter. They had Carter out on the right side. But the Oakland defense went into a double coverage zone-wise, short and deep. They had him shut off. Carter stepped up inside, no particular pressure on him, and he tried to come off to Cobb and just threw it poorly. Third down and 10 to go. Obvious passing situation. Carter's on the far side. Here they come. Bear drops it over the middle and near Carter, but not with Carter. Billy Yancey was covering him, and it's three throws and strike three. Bear is out for the moment. Anthony Carter was thrown toward twice. And Noah had no chance to catch. Going back now is Yancey. And coming in is David Greenwood, a number one draft choice, rookie out of Wisconsin, averaging just about 36 yards. And the rush is on. Greenwood gets away a good kick. Yancey comes over inside the 30. It will get a Michigan bounce. He takes it at the 15-yard line. In a crowd. Down he goes at the 16. Down at the 16-yard line. And Oakland will not get a good field position. So we got 14, 21 to go. There's no score. Oakland's got the ball. 51 yard net punt. Puts the ball down just inside the 16 yard line. Make that inside the 17 yard line. Basano, number 14, is your quarterback. Arthur Whittington, 22. Terosian, 32. Your running backs. Banks, 88. Henderson, 82. Your wide receivers. And Raymond Chester, your tight end. Abier went 0 for 3. Think a little nerves there. Debut for a rookie at home. Here's Basana back. Looking for the short thing. Can't get it. Look out. He may be sacked and has dropped the football. And I believe Oakland recovered the football. That is Gary Anderson, a guard who had tryouts with the Lions, Saints, and Skins dropping on the ball back inside the 10-yard line. Well, Basana had good time back there. Actually, a situation where he had almost too much time. Give credit to the defensive secondary as Basana steps up inside, avoiding a couple of people. He had nobody open, and time ran out. Second down, 17 to go. Basana on the handoff to Terosian, and Terosian goes off the right side, and the fullback picks up some yards back about a yard past the original line of scrimmage. Let's call it third down and nine. Tackle was made there by David Greenwood, the strong safety, along with John Corker. Houston and Markham cleared the way on the right side. So now they're pulling out a uh, linebacker here. They will go in passing situations with the five or nickel defense. Five defensive backs bring in an extra back. Ricky Young is the man who comes out. Third down, nine to go. No score early on first quarters. Silver Dome in Pontiac, Michigan. 
Everybody's up on the line. If they pop something here, and he may have taken too much time instead of third and nine. Now here's the top-rated man in the USFL passing. Here's a man that's had quite a bit of experience. A man who's 28 years old out of California. He has fumbled the ball once and been called for too much time a second time. Fred Bassano. Well, one of the things that Michigan does is they change up that defense significantly, whether it's a nickel back offense, the call. number 14, third down. So they ran out on the 30-second clock, but he was apparently confused by all the linebackers moving around in there, a couple defensive backs moving around. That's one thing that Michigan will do a lot of, as well as blitzing from all those combinations. Ball on the 13-yard line, third down, and 18 to go. Bassana, look out from behind sack. That is John Corker coming in from the weak side linebacker spot. Number 57. Corker, a three-year veteran out of Oklahoma State. Who is the quickest linebacker they've got? Well, at 6-6, he does it very well as uh, Bassana drops back. Whittington did not handle Corker on that side. That's his responsibility and a big sack as far as the Michigan club's concerned. Stan Talley, the number one punter in the USFL, is going to punt the ball away to Anthony Carter, who is standing Oakland territory. Gets the ball away. Chance for return for Carter, who has drifts back to the 47-yard line. He's got speed, but nowhere to go. And down he goes. Tackled there by number 21, Jairo Penaranda, a fullback who spent some time with the Rams. But they are in Oakland territory. 35 to go, and there's still no score in Pontiac, Michigan. Gary Anderson has gone off the field after the injury on the last play. Here's what happened. The linebackers, and you'll see number 60, and watch what happens. There's Anderson twisted around. We told you that Steve Houston, another guard, was taken off the field. So Leo Biederman, a tackle, has moved into the left guard spot. Bassana on third down and short. Running out of time, dumps it out to Whittington, who should make the first down. He's got the first down and knocked out of bounds at the 35-yard line by John Arnaud. Whittington takes a seat, but not until he gets the first down at the 35. As Bassana found the safety valve, 13-yard pickup. Good job by Arnaud coming across there. There was some question he'd play. He had a hip pointer, and a great job by Bassana as he's caught under pressure. And then as he looks over to the side, he sees Whittington standing there, and it's just a little toss and run for it. Great nothing. Panthers lead the invaders. Bassana, 7 of 8, 45 yards, but nowhere near a score yet. Whittington, the tailback, runs away from one man who missed his tackle. And that was Canavino, but is soon stacked up by others as he crosses the 35 to the 36. Phil Dokes will call his name and number again. At one time, the very highest of draft choices for Buffalo out of Oklahoma State. And when you consider that Jim Stanley coach was the head coach at Oklahoma State, you have an idea why Dokes is on this roster. Well, he's got, playing very well tonight. They got just short yardage out of it, Jim. And as you said, Canavino missing the tackle. He read it absolutely perfect. He took the gap. But then he just misjudged the angle and hit behind him a little bit. Second down, nine to go. Second down, nine. Here's Bassano. Now 
flicks his arm, but he gets the ball away. He just threw that ball away because charging was Mike Edwards, a rookie out of Michigan State from the left side, number 53 linebacker. And so Bassano simply unloaded, and it's third down nine. Well, once again, heavy blitz action by the Michigan Panther Ball Club, and it was enough to bother Bassano. It was a type of a pattern where they did not have a blocker and a linebacker in that case. It's a hot receiver. It's up to the quarterback, and he has to be able to read it and get rid of the ball before the linebacker is going to get to him. That time he read it fine, but he threw it poorly. Third down and nine, and this time Ronnie Mallett in the game comes out wide to the right, and Wyatt Henderson goes wide to the left. Oh, and I, he may have jumped offside. He was really coming. John Corker thought he had the count, snap count, down correctly, and I think he misjudged it by one or two. Well, you know, a lot of times a linebacker will try and time that, as will a defensive back if they're going with a safety blitz. So they figure that if there's the call as they get ready to mark it off, as Corker anticipated, maybe Bassano has been going. It's not that he jumped offside, oh. but for the third time, Bassano took oh. too much time. That's Delay. the third time. Offense number 14. Oh, they did call it too much time. Well, anyway, in Corker's case, he figures that if Bassano's going on a two-count every play or a three-count, he tries to time it. Let me ask you a question, though. Might he have been reading the clock, figuring he had to go? Meeting the clock, counting down to the 30-second mark. We might have gone on the clock. If he had that kind of an awareness, uh, he, he did a great job. But he's 6'6", as I said earlier, and coming right into your face uh, is going to make you a little jumpy. I'm talking about Corker timing his charge on the clock. Third down and long to go. Now 14 to go. They're backing off. Isana throws and has a man right in the seat. Raymond Chester first down. Holding on for dear life is Albert Gray. But Raymond Chester makes his second catch of the night. And the line of scrimmage was the 31. They get it to the 44. That's a pickup of 27 yards on third and 14. You see Chester coming down. He's got the up area in the zone. Chester, who's done it so many times, just runs a hook pattern in there. And Bassana with ample time that trip. Threw it right down the middle, got a big first. Oakland on that second good drive of the night for the Invaders. They've come up with nothing. Oh, what a fine play there. Whittington never got outside as David Greenwood, who was kind of sealed off last time on the catch by Whittington, or by Raymond Chester, makes the good tackle of Whittington there. Loss of a yard and a half, caught of second and 11. Well, Jeff Jackson now comes in to the defensive lineup for Michigan. Well, that previous play, like you mentioned, that uh, in, in Greenwood's case, he had that short area, but there was nothing to contain him. He did not drop back to the inside. He made up for it by making a quick force. Anderson left, and Mallet to the right. And Bassana back to throw on a fly pattern, and there's the ball caught. And there goes Henderson. Right over Ron Osborne. Is a 45-yard touchdown pass, and the Invaders are out in front. Bassana simply laid it up for Henderson to run under. His fourth touchdown. Well, they had the pressure on, and he read it perfectly as he just let it go, went for the streak or fly-type pattern, and threw it out in front of him, ran under it. You see, as the the corner beat badly Osborne in this case by a couple of steps and with a perfect throw there's not much more you can do except just try and grab him. Well Kevin Shays missed all those field goals. It's five for five on points after touchdown and now is 
six for six on points after touchdown. And with eight minutes to go in the half, Oakland has jumped on top seven to three. You know, you mentioned earlier, Jim, about Wyatt Henderson with his uh, time in Los Angeles, uh, his time in San Diego, where at one place he was the receiver, another place he was a defensive back. Gives you an indication of his speed. The fact that he's averaging 19 yards a catch coming into this game, has scored three TDs. You see where he just turns it on, and when you get the perfect throw, he scores his fourth TD, a big play guy. Well, neither quarterback has thrown well tonight. I should say none of the three quarterbacks has thrown well tonight, but Bassana, who has got a good completion record, but many of them short, really laid that out for Wyatt Henderson to run on her, and he beat his man, Ron Osborne, badly. Now Shada kick off. And back deep is Ron Ingram again, who is an average return man of nearly 20 yards. Seven to three, eight minutes to go in the half, and Shada kick off. And Ingram will have a shot here. Very high kick from the three. Ten, 15, in a crowd, out of the crowd, and almost knocked the man over. Ingram gets out across the 25 to the 26-yard line. And now looking down again, we see that it is still Whit Taylor coming out. We have heard no mention that Bobby Bear has been hurt, and we don't think he's been hurt. We just think he passed 40. That's how Oakland scored the last 45 yards on that Passano to Henderson beautiful pass. Ball up to 25. Lots of time to go, but all year long, and you can't say all year long when this is just the third game, Michigan has had its problems moving the football. Carter, wide to the left. McLean is in and wide to the right. Tony Ellis carrying the football across the 30-yard line. A fine running play as it turned out. He can find the open field very well and picks up five yards. Make it six yards. Good job by Radloff in the middle on, on uh, Monty Bennett. You see him as their, uh, well, he was actually the number two player taken in the USFL. You talk about being strong up the middle. You see him moving to his right, trying to get it, get position, wheel his feet, cut off the nose guard. Bradloff has had back problems, but is playing the entire game tonight. Second down, faking, or are they faking the blitz? They're not. The blitz is on. Ellis with the football. Ellis has got the first down. Blitz was coming from the side. Duncan makes the tackle. O'Brien was coming from the side, but it was not a pass play, and it's a first down. Let me take, get back to the subject, Don. You were talking about... Well, let's take a look at Radloff, and then I'll say something as you take a look. Here's Radloff this time with an even man front as he comes straight out on the linebacker. He keeps his feet moving. He goes to the ground just a little bit. He wants to get position, trying to get that head on the right side, knowing that the play is going to the right to cut him off. Coach Stanley says that he is the best offensive center he has seen, potentially. I'll add something to that, because your eyes flew open when he said that, and Stanley was with Atlanta. Here is Whit Taylor, and down goes Whit Taylor. The blitz is on from everybody, led by David Jefferson, number 55. And it looks as though, well, the Oakland man is going to get up, but rather slowly getting up. Jefferson, the man who made the tackle. The point being that Jim Stanley, the coach of Michigan, coached defense for the Atlanta Falcons. And he turned to Don Heinrich, whose eyes flew wide open, and said, I think potentially he's better than Jeff Van Note, who's made a couple of Pro Bowls, who plays with the Atlanta Falcons. Not his experience yet, but he said he is just going to be great. Well, with his size at 6'5 and 265, can move like he can move. He was a decathlon guy in his early days in high school. So that tells you something about his abilities and his agilities. 
He also played with that Georgia team, as you know, Jim. That locked for what's his name? Right. Oh, what's his name? Herschel. Herschel. Here's Jefferson. Here's how he gets hurt. Let's watch it. Oh, God. It looked like he got right in the back of the rib cage there. Second down. Holloway in motion. They've got three wide receivers in. Taylor looking for some blocking. Is he going to get it? Gets the ball away. Has his man. First down. And that is McLean. Still on his feet. McLean knocked out of bounds inside the 30-yard line at the 27 by Marcus Quinn. First down, Michigan, their biggest offensive play of the night. Well, it certainly was a big play. The previous one, they went with a fake roll-draw pass that Taylor could not get off. He wanted to go deep to Anthony Carter down the right side and was dropped back there. This time, it's straight drop back as he steps into the pocket, bumps into one of his own men, is looking for position, spots McLean, who has come across, ran it down and in, picks up a block, and turns up the sideline. A missed tackle and an extremely big gain. 43-yard gain. First down, 27-yard line. Michigan down 7-3. Whit Taylor back. Has some time now. Slips as he throws. Carter's there, and the ball is knocked away. No penalty. Defending on the play was Derek Martin. Doesn't like it. They felt that there was a little pushing and shoving going on down there. They were unhappy. Mike Cobb over saying something to the official. Carter running just an individual pattern on Derek Martin, ran down, took a move towards the post, and went to the sideline. Don, you're an All American quarterback. You're a pro quarterback, and I'm looking, but did you see, or did I just thought I see? the foot of Whit Taylor slipped as he threw the ball, and I think that's why I got too much on it. Yeah, his back foot sort of went out from under him, so he didn't get everything on it, but it was pretty good coverage by Martin at that point. Lane goes to the right, and Carter to the left again. Holloway's in there, three wide receivers again. Holloway picks up in the tight end position, and Holloway's in there to block. And now, way overthrown as Taylor had to unload, intended for and uh, McLean again. Well, Taylor had the right idea. He knew the blitz was coming. They had pretty much everybody on the line of scrimmage, and the two corners were isolated one-on-one -on -one with McLean and Carter. I would have to think he went to an automatic type of a play because they both ran a quick post type of a move, the toughest one there is to cover, no secondary support between the two safeties, and as it turned out, Taylor just threw it high, but he'd had a nice gain out of it. 5.45 to go on the half, 7-3 Oakland, Michigan third down 10. coming over to the same side as Carter. Taylor dropping back, being pursued by Quinn. Gets the ball away, and no good out of bounds. And it's fourth down. Holloway was the man Taylor was trying to get it to, but Quinn had him in his sights all the way. Carter coming down to the inside. He's running a post. And, Whoops. Uh, <laughs> Whoops. As you see, you got a little... Little reach move out there by Derek Martin. He did not happen to get caught, but I well, can't the ball say that was I to the other side. Him. The ball was to the other side. It was not intended for him. Even so, he put a hook out there and kind of knocked him off. Value oh, passes are alike. <laughs> Here's Boyovich coming in, and this time another 44. Remember, he had three 49 yarders against Birmingham. This would be his second 44 yarder if he makes it. Boyovich from 44 yards out does make it. 
He gets in a rut, either 49 or 44. Boyevic connects again, 5.32 to go, and we have a one-point ball game. Michigan trails Oakland by the score of 7-6. to six. Novo Bojevic, the MVP of the opening game against Birmingham, those three 49-yarders. And he's had a couple of 44-yarders tonight. We'll kick off to Poncho James and Jerry Aldridge. James is number 20, Aldridge number 43. The second half about to get underway nearly two hours after the first half began. It has been a long game. There were many injuries and, of course, many pass plays, which uh, made the first half go rather long. Boyevich is ready. And our referee, Ted Humphrey, is ready, and here's the kickoff. And that is Poncho James at the nine-yard line. Cost the 15, running laterally, gets outside for the moment, and then knocked down by the good cornerback, Clarence Chapman. And that's the third time I recall on a kickoff, Chapman making the tackle. So it'll be Passana, 14, Whittington, 22, Tarosian 32. They have been near backfield offensively throughout the first half. Gordon Banks, one wide receiver, 88. Wide Henderson, 82 the other. Raymond Chester with three catches, 87, the tight end. They've had to fiddle-faddle around with their offensive line because of injuries, but now everybody is back. Although Graffis is starting over Houston at right guard as we begin the second half. Senator Hart Whittington. Whittington, oh, good tackle by number 57, John Corker, as he got across a lot of scrimmage. Corker, a very aggressive player, played it from the standpoint that as Whittington is coming wide, he's got a contained position. He comes across, defeats the block. It isn't real clear as he steps back inside, but he had perfect containment and then moved to make the tackle. Second down, seven to go. Ball at the 32-yard line. Now they split the back. Whittington again, and he just barely gets the line of scrimmage. This time, Ray Bentley is there to help out Ronnie Padgett, who made the stop. And it's third down and about seven. Well, Bentley, the top tackler on the team, as he'll move to the left, he takes good angles to step in and fill the hole, meets him head-on right in the hole. A perfect tackle, perfect position. His father's here this evening watching the game. He's uh, has not been well. He's in a wheelchair down on the sideline, so Bentley signed with Michigan because he felt he wanted to be close to home. Crowd coming alive on third down and seven to go. They'd like him to stop this drive. Basana back. Basana has time and Raymond Chester. And they're saying that Chester caught the ball. He was fumbling a little bit, but that's his fourth catch of the night by my count, and that's enough for a first down. There's experience knowing Good where job. first Chester down territory is. Excuse me, Jim. Chester releases off the line. Goes down about six, seven yards, turns it over the middle. He does exactly what a receiver should do. He goes to the ground, moving into the football, and picks it off just about knee high. Ball at the 41-yard line. There is the score. We're early in the second half, and Oakland is putting together a drive that began back on their 29-yard line. Whittington, not had good luck tonight, gets better luck here, gets outside here, and has a first down into Michigan territory at the 46-yard line before John Arnaud came up to make the stop. Lavasa did a good job of leading the play there, number 56 in your picture, just coming into the corner of your picture there for a moment. The center who was out with the knee a week ago and did not play. Rick, 10. Ricky Young, the linebacker that side, stepped across, forced him to the inside, but he didn't get any contain. 
Anderson wide left. Banks to the right. And Aranda is in, but that is Whittington carrying the ball and tripping over his own man, Gary Anderson. Of course, Michigan had a lot to do with that, but he was over Anderson that Whittington was tripped up and thrown for a two-yard loss. Second down and 12, back to the 48-yard line. The guy that played it perfectly was David Greenwood from his strong safety position. He took whatever keys they have for him, whether it be the flow of the backs moving his way or a guard pulling, but he got penetration and he knocked off all the blocking, and that's the best way to stop a sweep is strip that blocking in a hurry. In that instance, uh, the ball carrier fell over the pile. Raymond Chester, we have the accurate statistics now. Five catches for 64 yards. Second down and long for Bassani. He's got the time. Whittington across the middle. Whittington running backwards and dragged down by David Greenwood. Number 31. Whittington lost some yards that he had. And as it is, gets back only about a yard beyond the line of scrimmage. So now it's third down and 11. All of that running, and he only picked up a yard. Well, coaches like to see players go upfield north and south. They don't like to see him run in that east and west direction as Whittington was doing there. Once again, Greenwood, who for a defensive back is absolutely perfect size at 6'3 and 208, and uh, he's got the quickness that Whittington has and played it well. I'm one coach. A uh, coach said, uh, Don, Greenwood could play strong safety in this league for 10 to 15 years. He is that good. He's a rookie. Third down, 11. And now they lay it up on this side for Banks, and Banks makes the catch out of bounds. So it's fourth down. Banks was bobbling the ball as he went out of bounds, did not have possession, and it's fourth down. Well, that's a gamble type of a play as the blitz was coming. Bassana knew it. The defensive backs knew it. You, Raymond Chester got held up a little bit at the line, but you, you figure, well, you'll just hang it up there. You know you got one-on-one. -on -one. In that instance, Bassana laid it to the outside and it was incomplete. There is Anthony Carter stepping back to his 10-yard line, and Stan Talley will kick the ball. He had a boot of 56 yards back in the first half. On his own 38, low snap, angles away from Carter. Carter watches it go over there, takes it at the 9, and Carter makes a good move there by one guy. Another good move, fumbles the ball, and Oakland gets it at the 27-yard line. I believe that may be Marcus Quinn, number 40 over there, and that is who it is, standing up saying, I've got it. And Carter made a good move, but Carter is the man who has fumbled for the second time. This time, he does not make the recovery. Well, Carter fields it back on the nine-yard line, probably couldn't let it go into the end zone. I'm sure he's a little frustrated as he takes it and steps up field, sets up a couple blocks, side slips, a man, as he's hit from behind, so often happens an arm comes in and will knock him loose, and there's a couple of players down on the field. One for Oakland on the far side, can't quite get his number. Iro Penaranda is the man who made the stop of Carter, and O'Brien is the man who was down. And time has been called. Well, Anthony Carter not only has not caught a ball tonight, but has fumbled two punts tonight. Once without being hit, and once by being hit on a fine from behind tackle by Penaranda. Mike O'Brien being talked to. He is the free safety. And the invaders may have to do some juggling in their defensive backfield. Remember, these clubs only carry... 40 players, and then they've got 10 on a developmental squad. They don't carry 45. Great field position, best of the night for either team as they take over the ball on the 28-yard line. And here's
is Whittington. And he gets to the 26, and that is all. And down with him is Mel Land, number 52, the linebacker on the left side. Helping out, as you can see, was Robert Pennywell. But it is Land, 52, who made the stop. And no gain on the play. Second down, 10. Land playing off the block of Raymond Chester at that point. They were pulling the guard to that side to try and get out in front of it. But Land just shedded Chester, who is normally a pretty good blocker, and stepped in to make the tackle. Anderson wide to the left, Banks to the right. And Vicenna going to try it again. Across the field this time, and Raymond Chester has caught his sixth ball. Shy of the first down at the 23. And maybe the biggest disappointment of the night, Don Heinrich, will be when the management learns. Well, let's watch Raymond Chester first. Well, I'll Raymond Chester, suspense. again, doesn't get any hold-up. He takes an inside release this time. They got to hold him up a little bit. And then does just a little drag out to the sidelines. They have the flanker to that side clearing it out. They're in a man-for-man -man coverage. And now, here's, here's what I wanted to say, though. The attendance tonight, they wanted 40,000. They got 22,320 for the opening game of Michigan. And that's the saddest news the Panthers have received tonight, I am sure. Across the middle, see you later, Banks. Make that Henderson. Make it 82, and he's got his second. 22-yard touchdown pass, and no one checked Henderson. He simply came from right to left, post pattern across the middle, and he was gone. Well, Osborne coming back on just the quick post move, probably the toughest one in football to cover. Henderson going about seven yards, taking it a 45-degree angle. Takes it to the inside, got a lot of running room. Osborne very slow to close it on him, gets no help from the free safety, John Arnold at that stage, and that's probably the weaker area of their defensive secondary. Kevin Shea in to add the extra point. High snap, but Shea's kick is good. And it is 17 to 6. And the way the Michigan offense has been going, no passing attack. It'll be tough to come back. And now the Panthers and their fans are looking for some offense. They've got the ball at the 29-yard line after the 44-yard kick and the short return by Anthony Carter. Carter goes out to the right, and McLean comes out to the left. Taylor got a man out of the backfield, but is knocked down. Intended for Holloway, knocked down by Frank Manu. And since he did such a good play, Manu Maliuna. <laughs> I'll give him his whole name. <laughs> He'll appreciate that. He was blitzing from that inside spot, just hit a gap. No one picked him up as he's coming around from that left side or on the right side of Witt Taylor. I, I would suspect that Witt Taylor would have to start rolling out some, something to get away from that crowd where his field of vision is going to be a little better. It's coming on Taylor's 4 for 10 for 65 yards. Under constant pressure, he is a rookie playing in his first game. Never threw the ball in action before tonight. Now has time and is going to almost overthrow Holloway. Holloway's trying to make something out of it. Cannot on top of him is Kenny Daniel. Back to the line of scrimmage. Well, Don Heinrich can tell us how hard it is to throw one of those little swing passes out there trying to lead a man coming up the sidelines. Well, that is one of the more difficult angles to throw the ball because you really don't get much area to put it in there. Taylor... As you can see, is 5 for 11. He has not gone upfield a great deal. He's been a little anxious to dump that football off. That time, uh, Holloway had to make a 
excellent catch just to get a yard or two out of it. Third down and ten. Don't you think Bobby Hebert would say, gee, let me back in. I think I can do something. Taylor going to get caught again. Joey McLean is there and have taken the ball away from him, and that is Quinn with his second fumble recovery. And now the fans really go to work on the Panthers. Well, Taylor went with the follow-through on his arm, trying to recock it and make a move as the pressure was getting to him. But in the process, he didn't hang on to the football. So it goes as another turnover, an excellent field position for the Oakland club as they got it previously on the Carter fumble of the punt return and now the now the fumble here by Whit Taylor at the 23 yard line Santa hands to Whittington Whittington is having a tough time tonight getting back to the line of scrimmage which would seem to indicate to me Don that the offensive line is doing a better job of blocking for Pisana than it is to block for the run, although Tarosian has had good luck from the fullback spot going straight ahead. Well, Bassan has helped himself as he's come off to the shorter men, either the backs or, in many cases, to Raymond Chester, not choosing to go deep. In that particular instance, Robert Pennywell did a fine job of cutting him off on the sweep to the left. They'd pulled a guard. Pennywell had contained, and then the pursuit got there. He was actually lucky to get back what he did. He could have lost two or three yards in the play. Well... Los Angeles is one of the teams that is undefeated in the USFL, but at the moment, in the first quarter, they are losing to Arizona. Daryl Clark has scored on a one-yard run. Arizona seven, Los Angeles nothing. They have beaten the Generals and the Federals, and now have gone down to Tempe, Arizona, and have fallen behind. That's the other game in the USFL tonight. Second down at about five. Sana. Right across the middle, and there is number 43, Jerry Aldridge, out of the backfield. First time he's been on an offensive play tonight, and he has made the catch at inside the 10-yard line, close to the first down. It'll be third down and about a yard and a half. Well, Oakland obviously feeling that the linebackers are dropping deep when they are not coming because they do blitz a great deal of the time, so they are taking advantage, hitting those backs, circling out of the backfield, just picking up those six, seven, eight yards at a clip. Third and short, remember. Whittington has the first down and plenty more touchdowns. Arthur Whittington. Two fumbles have set up two quick scores by Oakland. And with Michigan unable to generate any kind of offense at all. Things look bleak for the Panthers. Well, again, nothing fancy. Just a power play up the middle. Whittington making a good move as he breaks back underneath the block. And then he proceeds to break a couple of tackles. The last one as he runs over Clarence Chapman on into the end zone. So Oakland starts to open up this lead as they are now lead leading 23-6. to six. And Kevin Shea has come on to try to make it 24-6. to six. You know, as he does not, he has missed the extra point, the first one all year. This game was figured as a one-point game. But as we take a look with 3.38 to go in the third quarter, it is 23-6, Oakland. Kevin Shea to kick off again. Again, Ron Ingram is the deep man. 
And the problem becomes, how is Michigan going to get some offense? You were a quarterback. You were a quarterback coach. Bear won the job in training camp. Bear started the first three games. That, that includes this one. And all of a sudden, he's just not given another chance. Well, he couldn't hit the water when he started this ball game if he fell out of a boat. But it appears that he's down on the sideline near Coach uh, Jim Stanley. Stanley wanting to get something going, too. And he's got his headgear on. I think he's going to go back in. Here's Ingram trying to get something for the Panthers. They've had very little offense tonight. Two field goals only. Oh, Ingram runs right into Frank Duncan, and down he goes as he crosses the 15-yard line. And there is Bobby Bear, who started with Taylor came in. Taylor has completed only five passes all night, and so they're coming back to Bear, who was one for six before they yanked him. Well, you know, that's a little early to get him out of there, quite frankly. Even though he was throwing the ball very poorly, I would have expected that, that they'd let him go a little longer, then make the change, and then coming out in the second half, start him. But now it looks like they're going to go with him again. Bear has his back split. Looking, dumps it out here, completes a pass to Lacey out of the backfield. Lacey gets across the 20-yard line, and that's a pickup of about five yards. It could have been more as Monty Bennett from his nose tackle position read the screen, paralleled it with great hustle down the line of scrimmage. It was a nice screen getting set up. He had some running room, should have picked up about 15 off of it, but as we had said earlier, too, that they're going to have to go to some screens to slow that pass rush up a little bit. That time they only got five, could have been bigger. John Williams, a very quick back. Is in the backfield now, number 40, coming out of the backfield. They're going the other way to Lacey the other way. Lacey gets a block. Lacey may have the first down across the 25 out near the 28-yard line. Tackled by Plummer. Tell you once again, Monty Bennett was out there on that side. He made a dive for him, got a little bit of the back of his heels on it, almost made the tackle, but that's two in a row. That is excellent hustle for a man playing in the inside. Well, there's a change on attendance here for the good, but still, the figure we gave you is true pay 22,320. There are 28,952 in here, but 22,320 paid their way in. Another small crowd of the USFL about comparable to the game we saw last Monday night in Los Angeles when they had about the same figure. First down for Michigan. Bears completed two straight passes now, both times to a back. Now he's got a man on the far side, and that is his tight end, Mike Cobb, who had a great game against Birmingham in the opener, but that's the first pass he's caught tonight. And Kenny Daniel ran him out of bounds. That's a gain of an about five, and at the 32, they'll say second down and five. But Abair comes out with some confidence. And as we said, don't you think he's standing on the sidelines watching Whit Taylor saying, hey, I can get back and do better than that. Well, I'm sure he feels that way. He is going to have to go upfield, but it's not bad to throw a couple screens and something short to Cobb to get, Cobb to get his confidence back. He's three for three since coming back in. He's going to throw again. Look out. Lifting linebacker. Close to throw. And Lacey out of the backfield. Lacey, good run across the 50. First down. Bear was hit but got it off. 21-yard pickup. O'Brien makes the stop. 
starting position. Well, he's getting a little smarter about it at this stage. Uh, with the pressure on him, he knew where Lacey was coming out of the backfield. The blitz was coming, so there wasn't anybody covering Lacey at that point. They were giving him a lot of room. They're giving him a lot of room in the corners. I would expect him to go to work there. So a short pass, and he picks up a big game. Frank McLean, wide to the right. Anthony Carter to the left. Holloway's in as a third wide receiver. Bears going to try to keep this streak going. Look out. He's got a man on the back here again. Lacey, he's across the 30-yard line. The 20-yard line. And he will score! I said Lacey it is Holloway, but hold it. A flag is down in any event. Come back, Derek Holloway. I think we might see an unnecessary roughness on the passer at this stage. It's a little premature. Except they're waiting for him to come back. We're going to see it again. He does exactly the same thing he did the previous play, just circles out of the backfield. It's a touchdown. And he's got the linebacker beat to that side, and now it's a foot race. Makes a great move down around the 10-yard line. Dukes him and takes it in. That's what this crowd has been waiting for. So Abair has ignited. There's no foul. Roughing the passer. Number right, 52 dog. defense. Touchdown. Penalty will be enforced on the kickoff. Dewey McLean called at Holloway. We said he was in there as a third wide receiver. 29, not 28, Lacey. 29. Holloway makes the touchdown. 48-yard gallop. And all of a sudden, Bear has not missed since coming back in. Well, that's why I say that if you come out and throw short, give him a chance to get a little bit of a feel, get his confidence back, not try to go upfield. He did that, then get six. Boyovic comes on to add the extra point. It's not over yet, but it's 23-13. They're within 10 and better. Now they're saying it was not good. Well, coming out of the backfield, as you as you see, the almost the late hit on Abair, but the little circle move. He throws it perfectly, a little soft pattern, and then takes it on in. Big they, play. Yeah, but now they say it was good as a first signal. 23-13, Michigan. Trails Oakland, and Oakland will get the ball when we come back, of course. Twenty-three, thirteen. as Bobby Hebert came back in, and after being one for six when he was yanked, hit five straight, took the team 83 yards, the last 48 on the throw to Derek Holloway. Well, that's something I'd have to question a little bit, uh, the decision to have taken Bear out of there at one for six, being a young guy like he is out of uh, out of uh, Northwest Louisiana State, he's got to get his confidence built up, but he certainly did in that drive, and he's got him back in it, trailing only by ten. Only the second touchdown all year long for Michigan. Boyevich picking off a midfield. Remember, there was, watch out, ball is there, and goes the return man inside the 25. There was a roughness of the passer penalty assessed as Aldridge gets up. He was the short man who took the ball. And so they were kicking off from the 50-yard line and get the ball out across the 20. Now, there's a situation, Don, where you thought, well, we got him. But he kicked it so short that they got a pretty good return and rather good field position. Not into the end zone and out to the 20, but out to the 24-yard line. Well, I believe what... Bojovic was trying to do was drop it in that little area in there and then hope it would flop around, the ball that is, and they'd get a chance for a deep onside kick shot. Now the Michigan fans feel that something might happen. Whoops, that is not Whittington, that's Poncho James 
and he has a tough time getting back to the line of scrimmage. But he picks up about a yard before Ray Bentley submarines him. Pancho James out of San Francisco State. He is a rookie who had one yard total offense with the ball before tonight. He had lost two yards with a catch, and he gained one yard running the ball. Well, you know Ray Bentley's going to be around that football. He can really feel where it's going. He reads things so quickly and reacts so well. Excellent linebacker. 15 seconds left, third quarter. Second down nine. Asana looks for Whittington, has him run out of bounds across there by Ron Osborne. That will stop the clock. Well, Los Angeles may be in for a little tough time. Asmus of Arizona has just kicked a 57-yard field goal. That is a new USFL record. That's the, what's the season? Three weeks old now. But they are out in front, Arizona 10, to the Express of Los Angeles, nothing. Well, Arizona lost that first game to this Oakland club. They were shut out, didn't score a point. Since that time, they made a miraculous recovery last week and uh, beat the Chicago Blitz. And now they're out on top of San Diego, one of the other... Uh, one of three undefeated teams at this point. Oakland beat Arizona 24 nothing since then. Arizona 30 points against Chicago and 10 so far against Los Angeles. But here's a third down play. Basana back over as he got time. Who are going to throw it to? I got somebody. And there's a first down as he gets it across to Gordon Banks. And that ends the third quarter. Tackle made by Punnywell. Well, Rob. Robert Pennywell, who uh, Robert Pennywell, who is dropping in his area, he's dropping to a zone. But then you got to come off, and you got to make a move to get back into the action. In this case, he didn't get there quite quick enough, and Gordon Banks came underneath. Oakland by ten, but Michigan has now shown it can move the ball. football on ESPN, the USFL. Don Jim Simpson with Don Heinrich. We begin the fourth quarter, 23-13. Vasana coming out. He's had an outstanding night, 17 of 22, 198 yards and two touchdowns. Here's Whittington trying to get some running room and another fine open field tackle by the linebacker, Ray Bentley. A gain of only a couple and got knocked out of bounds at the 42-yard line. Good block by Ted Terosian over there as he gave him a chance to get around the corner a little bit, pulling the guards. Erosion picking off the linebacker and giving Whittington a chance to run. Whittington has carried the ball, Don, 17 times for less than three yards per carry. He's had some tough goes with those linebackers filling at the line of scrimmage. Ball at the 42, second down. Let's call it a gain of one for Whittington, and it's second down and nine. to float the ball again and this time it's Henderson again but he's out of bounds out of bounds at the 32 yard line once again a nice boy he just really floats Henderson and he have right on schedule don't they yes they do a nice throw by Bassani reading that defense the blitz again as you look at it to the outside, he lays it over the outside shoulder. He has Clarence Chapman wow. beat by his step, and that's excellent concentration. That right foot, the toe was almost on the out-of-bounds marker, but it was not. Goal from a 32-yard line. Lasanisco got the ball, puts the ball up for Chester. 
two-yard touchdown pass. Arnold was the man back with him. Asana having an outstanding night. And remember, he came in as the leading passer of the USFL. In the first two possessions, he had a tough night. Penalty marker on the play. They're standing back at the 40-yard line, but everybody is saying, as we watch this, that it's going to be touchdown. Let's see. Well, it was a fine move by Raymond Chester, one that he run. You know, I haven't they seen that. They make the call. They say David Greenwood was... I haven't seen that is what I've seen. They're, they're calling personal foul, roughing the passer again. Now, remember that when... Bear got his touchdown pass. It was some consternation, and there was a personal foul roughing the passer on that. Well, that time with the safety blitz coming, he got over-anxious, but a great corner move by Chester. Kevin Shea makes it good. And it is 30-13, to 13, and that quiets the crowd early in the fourth quarter. Oakland has come back thanks to Fred Bassana. Chester's sixth catch was his biggest catch of the night. 32 yards and a touchdown, and Oakland has now scored more points than it has scored all year long. Better than the 24-0 blitz of Arizona. And Michigan's team is still huddling around its coaches, and Bobby Bear has got 14 minutes and 44 seconds to get something going. Vasana, 19-24, 254 yards, three touchdown passes. If you had to pick a Budweiser MVP right now, whom would you say? <laughs> That's pretty obvious, isn't it? It certainly is. He's done uh, quite a job. He really has. You know, Raymond Chester, he ran underneath that one, but Basana's kept him off balance. He's hit a lot of short stuff, either to the backs or Chester crossing or breaking to the outside short, but he's mixed it, mixed it up with enough deep patterns that he's, he's really had that secondary, which has been a pretty good one, despite being a young one, off balance. Again, from the 50-yard line, because of, well, he may have a field goal there. Went through the upright, 50-yard line, because the roughing the passer penalty on the touchdown play. So it'll come out to the 20-yard line. There is what happened in the elapsed time. Six, they went 76 yards in a minute and four seconds. Well, there was a gift that time for a young fellow sitting in the stands, because not only did it go through the goalpost, but it cleared the barrier, and he was sitting in the second row, and he quickly caught it, is moving up the aisle. Hebert, remember, went five for five. Lacey's back in the backfield along with John Williams. Went five for five since coming back toward the end of the third quarter. And he's going to try to make it six for six. Looking for Anthony Carter, putting it under there. Carter's there. Can he get it? Yes! First down, 22-yard line. Carter makes his fourth catch of the year. The first of the night, and A.C is on target with a 58-yard diving catch of the pass by Hebert. And what a well-thrown ball is Hebert dropping back. He shows that he's got the strong arm. The delivery is overhand, a little bit unusual, but he laid it out in front. More often, you'll see it short, and Carter having a step on him, reaches out in front and makes the grab. And you hear the chant, A.C., A.C., A.C. for Anthony Carter. Brought the crowd alive. Holloway has already scored a touchdown. He's to the right. Carter to the left. Hebert really on a roll. Looking as time delivers the ball, but out of bounds and coming back in was Ken Lacey. He was out of bounds and was running back in, and he had not been knocked out of bounds. 
So he was ineligible. And that breaks the ABA streak. Well, you have to wonder, you know, Bear was the third pick of this Michigan club, and he had talked to his college coach, and his college coach was very instrumental, A.J. Williams. He also had been the high school coach of Terry Bradshaw and Joe Ferguson. He said, if you go to the NFL, you're probably not going to get to play very much. Be three or four years before you do. You want to play right now, and he is performing very well since he came back after the half. Was one for six, now seven for 13. Second down from the 22. Delivers, and coming back for the ball is Derek Holloway, his second touchdown. got to make him awfully happy. Holloway ran down, did a little hook number to the inside. Bear delivered it with that unusual overhand style, but a lot of zip on the football. And Holloway knew what to do with it as he turned back to the inside and scampered into the end zone. This has got to give a lift to the Michigan defense, which Oakland has been able to handle here lately. Holloway's second touchdown catch. Should Bojovic kick this, they're within 10 points and almost a full quarter to go. He does. It's 30 to 20 with 13 minutes and 32 seconds to go in the ball game. Well, Bear, as he drops back with that overhand move, you can't see Holloway just at the tail end coming to the inside. They overplay it. Bear puts it in the perfect spot on the numbers so he can take it and hustle in for six. 22-yard touchdown pass, but remember, it was all set up by the 58-yard catch by Anthony Carter diving. It was a great one. Well, we haven't seen Bear roll out a whole lot. The pass protection has been significantly better for him here in the late going of this football game, and uh, I don't know. I think I might have been tempted to go for it. You never know when you're going to get down there again. Yusina, first and ten from a 32-yard line. Yusina, rather. There's Whittington. Hey, Whittington is outside. Whittington's got the first down. Arnott knocks him out of bounds. But Oakland continues to gain a lot of yardage. Just eat it up against the Michigan defense, which was so good in the first half. 21-yard carry. But, of course, Michigan's defense has been on the field for an awful long time. Yes, they have. And uh, Oakland is capable of moving that football. The... Michigan defense has had problems in the past coming into this game, giving up yardage via the run. They've given up 164 yards a game average, so it's starting to show here a little bit. They got to get them out of there if they want to get in the, in the ball game. From the 47-yard line, Oakland leading by 10, nearly seven and a half minutes to go. That is Henderson in motion to the right. Tailback Whittington, he's doing yeoman work, and what a fine play there. Tipton came down the line. Anavino was there, and Whittington is shut down. Nice job by Tipton as he uses a head slap type of move, moving to the right, works his way through, takes a good angle, but a guy that comes into the picture late, David Greenwood, the strong safety, forcing the play, turns it back to the inside, giving Tipton an opportunity to take that angle and make it. Drops him for a yard loss. Whittington's longest run of the night was 22 yards, and that was for a touchdown. Less than seven minutes. Masana looking, firing, and he's got Whittington out of the backfield. Arnold's the only man there. 
goes by him and finally gets an ankle. And down he goes with a first down inside the 15-yard line. And Oakland can move this football. A big play at that time. As you look at quarterback drops back, Bentley misses the tackle. He's running with Whittington, but he's just a step or two too slow. Whittington, pretty good speed. And then you get a missed tackle and a little bit of a pileup down there. A lot of people getting knocked around. I'm running out on Michigan and Oakland leading by 10, driving for more. Basana's 22 of 27. 333 yards. And Terosian goes nowhere. Backed up. Tipton's there. Paget is there. Well, that play had worked fairly effectively for him earlier in the ball game, where he'd start to slant it off the tackle, either the right tackle or the left tackle. He reads that block and then breaks back over the middle or back over the offside guard. That time they held their lanes, filled it well. The problem is they're making a drive here to the point where a field goal now would increase that lead by 13. So they've got to uh, get some type of a turnover. Sasana looking to Rogin, the fullback, and knocked down as he hits to about the seven-yard line. Bentley and Canavino sandwich him there, but the biggest thing in this ballpark is the clock which is running down now toward the five-minute mark with that 10-point lead. And a little words there Bassana. between Corker. <laughs> Corker's a little intent. David Greenwood was a little intent. Basana, pretty good poise that time. He also had pretty good protection to be able to wait for the receiver to come open. Basana taking his time. Clock is all in his favor. Third down, remember. Have to get the ball down to the one-yard line for the first down. Masana looks and throws, and Chester trips over a man, but it was not an intentional trip. Raymond is looking around, but he simply ran across the ankle of one man. Well, he was begging a little bit there. John Corker was with him at that point. David Greenwood was with him. They had him locked up. They did a good job covering him. Now Shea will come on, and... He isn't exactly automatic, despite the fact that uh, <laughs> the ball is sitting on the seven-yard line. You know, there's there's got to be some thoughts still going through his mind at this stage. It'll be a 24-yard field goal attempt for Kevin Shea. One for two tonight. If he misses this, he'll have a lot of call. Probably will anyway next week to have another tryout camp. Whoops, the ball bounced, and he puts it up and through. And Shea hits on the 24-yarder. And now they're up by 13 points. Oakland, 33, Michigan, 20. Four minutes, 25 seconds left. That's the score. Bobby Bear and company have a big job ahead of them. Winner here tonight will be 2-1-0. Loser here tonight will be 1-2-0. And we'll point out that Oakland is in that Pacific Division. Los Angeles is only treading Arizona tonight by uh, three points going to the half down there and could easily win that ball game. Of course, Oakland has to win to stay close, whereas Michigan has the same kind of situation with Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay plays at New Jersey tomorrow. Tampa Bay's undefeated. Michigan, if they go one and two, would drop two games down 
before Tampa Bay kicks off tomorrow. One of the up men takes the ball for the Michigan Panthers and doesn't get out too far. That is Mike Hagan, the fullback. Gets across the 35 to about the 37. And here comes Bobby Hebert. Sixth play, 67 yards. They ate three minutes and 16 seconds off the clock before Shea hit on that 27-yard field goal. Well, Hagan ran it back like a fullback. He just lowered his head. He didn't try to get fancy. He got what he could get. They're at the 35-yard line, not the worst field position. It's better than uh, you would normally get. So bear has got a list, at least a little operating room. And two scores, as we all know, can win this ballgame, which is not impossible. But if he should score once, they still have to hold Oakland. And that has been difficult with Bassano the controls to do tonight. bear bear puts it up all by himself, and he cannot get it. Is number 82, Frank McLean. Slightly overthrown, flag thrown down in the backfield. Could be holding Hebert hands on his hips. Now clapping. Might be against Oakland. They're talking to the Oakland people, even though the officials are over conferring a little bit. Yep, that's what it is. You see him coming downfield and reaching for the football. That's a ball that really is catchable. It would have been a tough catch to make at that stage, but still, off the fingertips the... like that, McLean, uh, you would expect them to come up with it. They do get a 15-yarder out of Personal it. Personal foul, unnecessary roughness, number 86, defense. Oh, oh, that's Cedric Harden. Oh, that's your friend. Cedric, Cedric. That's your friend. You know better than that. Roughing the passer, that's the second time they've done that. Well, it's a 15-yard pickup. Here comes McLean in motion. Abier gets the ball away on one hop to Cobb with diving for it also. Frank Duncan, the strong safety. A blitz was coming from the outside and was not that effectively picked up by Chris Godfrey. Abier got rid of the ball just in time. Yes, he did. You know that last one that they had the, the penalty call on, surprisingly... The defense for Oakland was in a man-for-man -man situation. Carter was open as well on the other side. And this time they did go to his own, but they're going to that motion to try and uh, get those individual situations. Carter's had the one big catch tonight of 58 yards. Set up a touchdown. Right over the middle and right off the hands of Mike Cobb. Cobb turned and the ball was there. Frank Manu was right there with him. Bear a little bit too much velocity on that football. It was just a little look-in type of a move. Cobb has to anticipate that it's going to be coming. He took an inside release, was coming over the middle. He runs a little slant type of a move, but then kind of straightens up the field to hold himself away from the linebacker. And Bear, in his anxiety, threw it just a little high and behind him. That could have been a nice game for him. Derek Holloway's caught two touchdown passes tonight. Comes in to join Anthony Carter. Holloway's on the far side. Carter at the bottom of your screen. Third down. Almost jump. Flag goes down. I think they did jump, meaning Oakland. Carter can't get to that ball, but I think they're going to have it third and five instead of third and ten. Looked like the middle of the defense of Oakland jumped offside. Oakland coming with the four-man rush uh, throughout this series. They want to get a little more pressure on if they possibly can. Bear. A little bit anxious in there. He shouldn't be, even though he has gotten pressure at times. He's a big kid at 6'4". He just kind of got anxious and made a bad throw, but at least he took the free shot. Offside, defense number 74. 
That is Dupree Marshall, the nose tackle. Trying to, get the, trying to get the ball to Carter anyway. That's one thing that uh, you like to see and that they're going to have to do. All 20 yards Michigan has picked up on this drive have been on penalties. Bear has the time. Fires the ball. There's Cobb. There's the first down. Down to about the 37-yard line with David Jefferson hanging on, number 55. Check of the clock, 3.45 to go. Panthers are down by 13. They need something in a hurry. As Cobb comes across, uh, taking it very shallow, coming underneath the linebackers. He's not in the picture, but Bear looking upfield, then spots Cobb and picks up enough for the first. Holloway to the right, Carter to the left. First down. Bear puts it for Holloway. He's there. getting good protection they had a stunt on in the middle of twist coming around but with that overhand delivery reminds you of Johnny Unitas that's the way he used to throw that football pretty much over the head with the follow-through he lays it just over the top perfect they're not out of it yet they certainly are not out of it they would be within six points if Boyovich makes this extra point and the pressure goes squarely now to the Michigan defense Boyovich makes it 3-12 to go. Oakland up by the score of 33-27. to 27. And as we said, 3-12 to go. And again, watch Holloway with his third touchdown catch. Good job by Holloway, too, as he moves into that area. He screens him, moving his body to the inside. A very subtle move that you wouldn't normally recognize. Derek Martin on that side could not get over the top of him with it. And with the ball dropping just out of reach of Martin, it's six points. And keep in mind the drama. As Bobby Hebert was benched midway, not even midway in the first quarter, when he was one for six, he has come back to throw three touchdown passes, all to Derek Holloway, and is now 14 for 23, 279 yards. Well, it's going to be up to the defense, certainly. They've had difficulty the last couple series trying to get him free and out. Remember the USFL, Arizona and Birmingham next Saturday night, and we can tell you now that Arizona, Flowers has just taken a 45-yard pass from Richard tonight, and with 10 seconds left in the first half, Arizona is on top of undefeated L.A., 18-7. Well, that Alan Richard is a cool cat back there. He brought him back last week against Chicago, pretty much in a similar fashion of Bear here tonight. They never gave up. They were... They were trailing all the way to Chicago and then scored 17 late. Here, Hebert, who on several instances, with his club trailing like they were as much as 13 points, they could have rolled over. They have not. They have made big plays right along the way. The last time helped by a couple of key penalties. But from their standpoint, who cares? They're on the board. That Michigan defense is standing on the sidelines waiting for this. The ball is going into the end zone. Better catch. Well, it does go out of the end zone. 
The men were standing up, meaning Poncho James and Jerry Aldridge, at about the 10 to 12 yard line, perhaps anticipating a squib. There was not, so they get the ball at the 20 yard line. And again, there's your number of plays, only four with a big long pass to Holloway of 38 yards. And it is 3.06 to go, and Bassana's got to do what's coming naturally for him. Holloway has caught the ball four times, three for touchdowns, 108 yards. We might see some defensive timeouts here. One of the disadvantages of Abair being young like he is, they haven't really had the opportunity to work on that two-minute drill. Well, they got to stop him here. Here's Whittington trying to get outside, and they didn't exactly stop him there as he picks up about four yards from the 20 to the 24. John Corker in on the tackle along with Ronnie Padgett. Pretty good blocking out in front of that play. They had a good contained position by Ray Bentley, turned Whittington inside, but the pursuit was slow getting there. They were tied up with the offensive line. They've got to get penetration. It isn't likely that Oakland's going to throw the football. It's not to say that they won't, but with second and a long five, you got to figure they're going to try and run that clock down. How would you like to be at Oakland defensive back if they have to give the ball up with Carter and Holloway? Whittington carries the ball shy of the first down, but he's third and two situation. Corker again in on the tackle, number 57. And now time has been called. Corker from the right side with that great pursuit. That's one thing he said yesterday watching him at practice, that he sometimes leaves too early. He is so anxious to get into the action that he'll pursue down that line of scrimmage and has gotten hurt periodically by the reverses. Once, you know, once tonight is, they had the, a nice reverse. You know, Don, one thing about, as they call them, the W's and the L's, get in the win column, another loss, nobody likes to lose. And who's to say that Michigan will lose this ball game because they're only down by six with a couple of minutes to go. But at least the Michigan coaching staff and the Michigan team and their fans now know that Michigan can move the football. For almost three quarters tonight, there was some doubt they would ever get a first down or move the football. Now that is a defensive coaching staff over there with Andy Canavino talking things over, whereas on the other side John Ralston and staff talked to his offense. Well, coming into this game Oakland had made 75% I believe it was, no, it was on first down that they'd picked up that yardage but it was over 50% of third down situations they've been pretty successful here this evening and this, really at this point of the football game, about a yard and a half, is probably the biggest play of the game if they do stop them here they know that that uh, Michigan does that the two-minute timeout will stop the clock again and that's why they took the timeout but the key play is to get that football back so the test is on the short yardage defense Canavino has brought in that short yardage defense and they line up in it Third down, a yard and a half. Whittington's got the first down, and had he kept his feet, might have had a lot more. Started to the right, cut back against the green. Arnaud put him down along with David Tipton. Well, as we've seen in the past this evening, as they go to the two-minute warning, the offensive line gets a good surge and opens it up. 33-27, two minutes to go. We all know that Michigan has to get the football, or conversely, Oakland's got to hang on to the football. Two minutes to go. 
and what at one time remember was a 30 to 13 game it is now 33 to 27 and the issue could still be in doubt well the Michigan defense is probably going to have to use uh, both of their two remaining timeouts in which isn't so bad, Don, if Michigan gets the ball back because every time they make a first down, if they do, they stop the clock in the USFL. So it's not as of primary importance as it would be in the NFL where they don't stop the clock when they move the stick. This is true, and the offensive unit is over huddling with Coach Robert Leahy, who handles the quarterback and says, look, we're going to have to go into a quick offense provided we stop him. Well, i got to stop him now, and it's first down. They will give it to Whittington again, and Whittington's going to turn the corner and get another first down. You don't stop him that way. Whittington gets outside. John Corker puts him down across the way, number 57. Time is called again. Good speed on Whittington's part. Uh, it was designed to go over the right guard. The defense, on the other hand, in trying to pursue, they go to play to the inside. They do not get the force outside by the strong safety, David Greenwood, and they do not get the pursuit. Whittington turns the corner and makes a big play as far as they're concerned. And they stop the clock to move the sticks. The sticks were moved. The clock is going. 1.40 to go. Whittington again. He's getting all of the... And I saw a flag go down. Saw a flag going to the middle of that huddle. Ray Bentley is there. You can see number 50 on the side. You can see Paget there also. But I also saw a flag, and it's going to be holding against Oakland. John Ralston uh, going out saying, wait a minute, what's going on here? We don't, you know we don't what? figure we're holding You've at this You've known John Ralston for a long while, and so have I. He has been less animated today than what I'm used to seeing him dashing up and down the sidelines and screaming. And it has not been that uh, easy a ball game to win at one time. It appeared easy, but he's in it now. Well, he recognizes that they don't have it put away. Whittington, the last time, running the same play, essentially, that he ran the one before where he took it on the outside that time he took it inside and if it is going to be a holding call against Oakland it will back them up and still at this point Michigan has two timeouts with 129 left it'll be stopped on the penalty but I would have to think that they're going to use at least one of those timeouts if not both of them at this stage John Corker linebacker Michigan was downfield we're here to call Offense, number 56, still first down. That's Labossa. Timeout, Michigan. The center. And Corker was downfield talking to Gary Anderson. I'm saying that Corker went to Oklahoma State and Anderson went to Stanford. I guess they know each other from somewhere. 129 left in this 33-27 game. Busana's had a great night, no matter what happens with the rest of the game, and he he's our MVP. He certainly has, and he sells insurance in the offseason and <laughs> owns part of a beer distributorship. It's a different world down there. First down, and 20 to go. And Whittington is getting all the calls tonight, and this time doesn't get too much. 23, 23 to go. Greenwood came up to make the stop along with Ray Bentley, but they're going to call timeout again. And that's the last of the Michigan Panthers timeouts. And it comes with a second down and 18 to go with 121 to go. So if Oakland simply just hangs on to the football and uses all their time in the huddles, they could run this thing off. Well, they could run off uh, almost 60 seconds or a minute, which would cut it down to about 21 seconds. 
depending on what type of play they run. And you know, you got to kind of go back to the two turnovers as far as the quarterbacks are concerned. They have not thrown any interceptions, but the fumble by Carter back deep set up the one touchdown for Oakland. The fumble by Witt Taylor set up the second touchdown. So they have given away 14 points on airs at this stage. That's right. All happening in the third quarter. Paul McGuire and I will be down in Legion Field, Birmingham, Alabama, Monday night at 9 o'clock Eastern, 6 Pacific time, as the Stars of Philadelphia, led by Kelvin Bryant, come down to the Stallions of Alabama, led by Reggie Collier and Bob Lane, who had a great week last week, the backup quarterback who scored the winning touchdown. Now you know that this is just hold on to the football time and let time run off that clock because they cannot stop us. Second down and 18 to go. Here's Whittington. Here's Whittington. Whittington picks up a first down. That will stop the clock as he goes out of bounds when they move, but it gives them four down territory now and just about wraps it up with that 20-yard carry by Arthur Whittington. He and Raymond Chester were much in our plans when you go to vote for the MVP, but Fred Bassana, of course, at the controls as quarterback, got it with a great night. Well, David Greenwood came across and forced it perfect, but they got the good bl block out of Raymond Chester, sealing off the inside. There was no pursuit, specifically by the linebackers, and no force, and that killed them. and 95 yards total rushing thus far for Oakland. And now they're going to lie down and they blow the whistle, but the clock will continue to run. 338 yards on the arm of the sauna and 157 yards on the ground. There's the other game. It is at the half. Arizona leading undefeated Los Angeles 18-7. And Whittington, remember when we said he's averaging less than three yards a carry? and then just about three yards a carry. Now he's averaging over four yards a carry and has carried the ball 25 times for 108 yards to go with his catches and has run for a touchdown. So Whittington has had a great night too, but it looks like it's going to be Oakland two and one and Michigan one and two. But Bobby Hebert may have grown up a lot tonight as a Michigan quarterback after being yanked from his start only to come back and fire three touchdown passes. Well, that had to do an awful lot for his confidence. I'm certain that he doesn't like to lose a football game. They came really close to getting back into it and conceivably winning it. But the, the rushing attack of Oakland has hurt them. They've had a good rushing attack the first couple games. Tonight, they controlled it when they needed to. Well, as time runs out, Oakland, this is the first of a four-game road trip. They don't go back home until April the 16th. But if you're going to start with a road trip, the best way is to start with a win, and they've won this ballgame 33-27 to on the arm of Fred Bassana, who found White Henderson twice, Raymond Chester once, Arthur Whittington ran for a touchdown and ran for more than 100 yards. It was something to see, and the Oakland Invaders came out on top 33-27. to John Ralston being interviewed for local radio out in Oakland, and he'll sit there and talk because when you're a winner, oh, how sweet it is to talk.